If you happen to have a few brain cells to spare, listen to what Joy Behar had to say last Friday on The View. The economy is booming. Yeah. Inflation is down. The stock market is doing well. Uh, people are having an easier time putting bread on the table, etc. He doesn't seem to be getting the credit for that. Only 41% approval. Is it because they think he's old? Because I don't see anything else they can point to with, with him. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, we have a lot of ground to cover today. I'm going to make sure that I get all of these stories in front of me, in front of you, before the program is over. I'm going to share with you some stories you generally don't hear in other places. And I think it's important that I share those stories with you. I mean, come on, you can go to Fox News and get the quasi-conservative, semi-establishment news. They got plenty of it. Oh, they'll give you all the clickbait headlines. They'll make you want to come back for more. And they will give you some truth mixed with some propaganda. And I'll give you some examples on today's program. You can go to some other of the networks that are out there. There's some that are better than others. Newsmax is one. There was a time that I was watching One American News, but I never could get the some billing issues with them straightened out. So until they can get their corporate and company act together, you've lost my interest. There's a lot of fly-by-night websites that claim to be conservatives, and all they want to do is have you click on advertising for them to make a nice living. And so that's the world in which we live today. And here, little old me comes into my little office at my little house in a little town in Virginia and tries to wade through all this nonsensical stuff to sort it out for you. As I mentioned yesterday, and I've kind of mentioned it several times in recent weeks, it takes its toll to go through the sewer that is our country today, at least in Washington, D.C., and it wears you down. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your physical health. It's not good for anything to dwell on it. But I do want to share some of these news stories with you today. And these are on topics that you don't get, definitely not from MSNBC, CNN, ABC. They're so far in the tank that the truth is something foreign to them. They wouldn't know the truth. They have been, as I've said before, I have no doubt that the people you watch on NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, they have, because of their defiance to an almighty God, their hatred, their mockery of Christians, they've been given over to delusion, permanent, damnable delusion. That's why I don't even waste my time for the most part ever sharing what they have to say. It's kind of rare that I even bothered to share what Joy Behar said. I think this may be, it may be, I'm not sure. There may have been once, but this may be the first time that I've ever had her voice on this radio program. 
because I think she's too crazy, insane, a liar, a reprobate, a fool, a tool of this government, a tool of globalist, leftist, well-paid to be a propaganda artist, and somebody you really shouldn't listen to. But I thought this comment was so over-the-top crazy. And what scares me is there are people that are so delusional, they believe it. Now, let's quickly understand where we are economically. This is story number one. There's an economic meltdown coming, and you shouldn't be surprised. Throughout our history, there have been signs that major downturns were coming, and that's what we're seeing right now. Look, tax revenues are down. Demand for trucking services. This is something you don't get from a lot of networks. Demand for trucking services is down. I I read, what is it, yellow truck lines went belly up last week? When, if you have a good economy, does a trucking firm go belly up? Cardboard boxes, the demand for those for shipping and for packaging goods is down. The money supply is shrinking at the fastest pace in modern history. The conference board's index of leading economic indicators have been declining for 15 straight months in a row. And anybody that can't see what's coming is blind. Blind is Joy Behar, living in her bubble world with her $7 million a year paycheck and her limo and everything taken care of. Yeah, when is the last time she walked in to buy a cup of coffee at a 7-Eleven? When's the last time she went into a grocery store to pick up groceries and, and whip out her debit card to pay for it on a normal paycheck? She's so far removed. She and the rest of the clowns, and that's what they are, on the spew. That's my real name for it. And so we see our economic activity down, which is why the tax revenue is down. But they want to increase taxes, which would just take more out of the economy to go to a rat hole. The economy is slowing down. We're told that employment is supposed to be a bright spot, according to Joy Behar. And the real news is if you Dig into the story. Little raw numbers that are not given in context can give you a false impression, which is what they're trying to do to prop up Biden here in the United States. This so-called great economy that Joy Behar is claiming, talking about unemployment, the truth is we actually lost 585,000 full-time jobs last month. We didn't gain, we lost. And what you have to understand is a lot of these full-time jobs are becoming part-time jobs with less benefits and less income. Oh, sure. I used to make, somebody says, I used to make $70,000 working in this company and now I'm making $35,000 at the 7-Eleven as a a new manager. Part-time. We are shedding decent jobs and they're being replaced by jobs that don't pay as much in many parts of the country. Now, here's another thing. My wife and I were talking about this on Monday. 
and she happened to catch this story. Interest rates are rising, and monthly cost for new home buyers are now 20% higher, not the price of a home so much, but the cost of getting the money is 20% higher than they were a year ago. That will crush the housing market. The typical mortgage payment for a U.S. home buyer is now $2,605 a month. And I thought they were insane last year. Now, I don't have a mortgage on the house. We're blessed. We're retired. I don't know if I could survive today. $2,605 a month. That's over $30,000 a year for a house payment. And yet, many of these wonderful jobs that people are getting, that Joy Behar is bragging about, so many of these wonderful jobs, hey, they pay $12 and $15 an hour. Didn't Bernie Sanders say that if we ever got to $15 an hour, our, you know, it would be happy days are here again, and everybody will no longer be broke, and we'll all live like like kings and queens and whatever. That was a lie. The truth is, and I have a friend of mine that I'm I'm going to try to get on this radio program someday soon. He is somebody that understands the economy. He taught it at the collegiate level years ago. And he and a university, a large one, parted company because He does not believe in the phony Keynesian economic policies. And he and I were chatting a little bit over the weekend by email, talking about the direction we're heading. So home prices, oh, by the way, here's another problem. Let's say, and my wife points this out. So let's say you have a home and you'd like to get a bigger home or maybe even downsize, and you still have a mortgage. You may be paying more per month in your downsize home because of the interest rates rising. People do not want to trade in their 3% mortgage for a 5.5% mortgage. That's something you just don't hear about. Now, here's something else. The delinquency rate of commercial real estate mortgages on office properties. Now, these are the security for many of the commercial mortgage-backed securities has gone up to 5% by loan balance in July, up from a delinquency rate of 2.8% in April. That's not a good sign when 5% of commercial real estate is in delinquency. The share of the U.S. population. Here's, Here's one, and I'm sure that many of you in this audience can identify. I know there have been many times in my life, in not that over the past several years, there have been times in my life that this figure or the equivalent thereof in the economy of the time Do you realize that the share of the United States population that could not afford a $400 emergency expense just keeps going up? The share of U.S. adults 
who said they would cover or could cover a $400 emergency expense with cash dropped by two percentage points from the previous quarter to 46%. 46% of American adults could not afford a $400 emergency expense. And what do they do? They pile it on to 29% credit cards, which is going to come home to roost someday. You know it and I know it. And like I said, Joy Behar, who gets around $7 million a year as co-host on The Spew, said last Friday, the economy's just doing so good. The economy is booming. Yeah. Inflation is down. The stock market is doing well. Uh, people are having an easier time putting bread on the table, etc. He doesn't seem to be getting the credit for that. Only 41% approval. Is it because they think he's old? Because I don't see anything else they can point to with, with him. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Now, here's what you need to understand about a person like Joy Behar. When you're in the million dollars a year club and you've got contracts with talent agencies with major networks like ABC, your income is constantly on the rise where most people in America, their income is not constantly on the rise. So for Joy, she can choose a house and, you know, her accounting staff and advisors take care of all the details. The groceries are bought in by, I guarantee you, you know, there's a there's a grocery store chain like Grand Union or Bohack up in New York. I doubt if she's out there driving around in a little, uh, you know, car, her little electric car, picking up the groceries in Long Island or Queens or Manhattan, wherever it is she lives. Somebody, somebody else is taking care of that for her. I sometimes wonder if people like that even, you know, cook their own meals. And she doesn't care what something costs in a restaurant because if inflation goes up, so does her income. She's doing just fine, and she cannot understand why you and I are not singing a, a chorus of something like... Happy days are here again, the skies above are clear again. Let's sing a song of cheer again. So it's obvious that those in Hollywood, those in the news media, those on daytime shows trying to impart their wisdom, if there is any, or knowledge or intelligence on us, they're intellectually bankrupt when it comes to the economy, and they lie. I would venture to say that most of this audience most of this audience is feeling a very tight and difficult economy. I see it in the support to this radio program. People giving less or giving less often because of necessity. I've seen many a heart-wrenching note saying, I wish I could do more, but things have gotten so bad we can't. 
and yet they try to lie to you and lie to you and lie to you and tell you that everything is just fine. Everything in the economy is just fine. Everything is getting better. Everything's improving. Bidenomics is working. Yeah, it's working to destroy you and your solvency and your future and make you perpetually dependent and reliant on government. And that's a sad place to be. I try not to worry about it. But I'll admit, like anybody else, the human side of me, I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning some days and wonder if my health holds up and if I continue to do the things that I'm trying to do, will I be able to do the things that I'm trying to do? Because of the economy, because of free speech suppression, because of the spirit of Antichrist, will those be the enemies I face? And I know that they are. Do you understand now why we do this radio program? You can put on all these other... I'm not bragging on myself, so please don't take this the wrong way. It was over three years ago that I considered doing this program maybe on a trial basis for six months. In other words to what should have been the end of the, quote, pandemic and get us through the 2020 election and hope that having knowledge is power. And here we are three years later. End of this month, we begin our fourth year of broadcasting. Four years. And I have to wonder, what does the future hold? You know, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know who holds the future. And I recognize something that a lot of people don't want me to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Those that are politically left in the spectrum may not even understand what the terms mean. So I'm going to take you back to what the understanding was of certain terms we're using today in politics that we have kind of forgotten or the meanings may have been morphed or changed a little bit. Let's go to a more classic view, left versus right. Somebody to the right of center believes in less government and more personal responsibility. Let me say that again. Somebody who is right of center believes in smaller government and more personal responsibility. Somebody to the left of center believes in an increasingly powerful government, all-encompassing government, all-controlling government, that the farther to the left it goes, only the elites at the top are the beneficiaries And everybody else becomes a slave or a plebe or a cog in the wheel to keep the system going. And let me tell you something. We've heard if we just get the right people, we can have a leftist government and do well. I I don't believe that. I believe that is firmly a lie. Because no leftist government has ever succeeded. Something else they try to tell you. They try to tell you somebody like, oh, I don't know, Adolf Hitler was 
a right-wing extremist. No, he was a left-wing extremist because he believed in a powerful government. He was trying to create a thousand-year empire run by elites at the top, building grand temples of government. And these were some of the most despicable human beings, immoral human beings, deprived human beings that ever walked the face of the earth. And just like Stalin and others and Paul Pot, you can go across the world of leftists that have destroyed and killed and murdered people and destroyed entire nations and peoples. They're always on the left. They're not on the right. They're not on the right. To have a government that works leaning toward the right requires, basically speaking, a moral people. People with a conscience. People with moral fiber. People that are decent and honest. Honestly, I believe that takes a very religious group of people to do that that will hold to a high moral standard because we see every day in places like San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Cleveland, Ohio, just go down the list of big major cities where there and Chicago where there's depravity at an extreme level and people are shot, they are killed, they are robbed, they are beaten senselessly because nobody cares. Nobody values life. They only value what they can get for themselves. This is the state of our world today. And for Joy Behar to talk about the economy's booming when it's just decaying before our very eyes in a controlled crash. I'll talk more later as I talk to others that really can help me discern this for you better than I'm doing today. I'm just trying to give you the warning signs. Anybody that believes the economy is doing great is deceived. Look at grocery store prices. My wife and I were, were talking the other day. And she said, we just have to cut back on some things. I guess we can cut back on groceries. And I looked at her and I said, you can't cut back on food unless you want to buy garbage food, junk food, bad food, inferior stuff. You know, we're, we're not... We don't eat out. We don't buy expensive stuff. We look for sales. We do the best that we can. And we buy very little, if any, processed foods. I don't think they're healthy for you to begin with. Where do you cut? We've cut back on a lot of things over the past year. Being prepared for the economy we're coming into because of the buffoon in the White House and the freak show that is surrounding him, the clown show, the freaks, the weirdos, the trans people, the people that just reprobates, who are delusional, that are taking this country down into the pits of hell. And they think they're doing God's work. You know, it's funny, the Bible talks about those kind of people that come after the true believers being deluded enough to think they're doing God's work. We're seeing that today. I'll close this segment on this thought. It goes back to something that I've been saying for a long time. 
Everything going on today is recycled paganism on steroids. Let me say it again. Everything we are seeing today destroying our nation, our world, infecting many of our churches is nothing more, nothing less than recycled paganism, but it now runs unashamed with power and vigor even into pulpits and seminaries, banking, media. The hand of demons is everywhere. And I'll talk more about some of the signs you need to understand and and dissect a few headlines to understand that we are really, we're not fighting people, we're fighting demonic forces. Now, do you believe in our mission and ministry here at Truth to Ponder? As I said, income has been down. And I understand why, and I understand many of you that have supported so wonderfully for so long can't do it. I understand it. I really do. We will keep doing it. We will keep trying. We'll keep pushing forward because I believe that is what I'm called to do. But I'm also understanding that there's going to have to be some changes in what I'm doing. Giving you the news, and this is, it's important to do it like I'm doing today and I did yesterday. And probably again, we'll have more news and information this week to to think about and to dissect and, and to discern. That's why we do this radio program. But I need to give you the positive and good news message that goes with it, that all is not lost. I'll share more thoughts about that, hopefully today and before the end of the program. But if you believe in what we're doing, would you consider, if you can, supporting us? You can go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com. There's a way to support us online. It is secure, it is a Christian organization, and it has been, so far, just flawless. You can also make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. That's Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319, and we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Stone of Beginning. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. When the Hebrews built the temple, they, they didn't just do it in any haphazard way. When they built anything, they started with one stone, the cornerstone, the head of the corner. The cornerstone was the beginning, the first stone. Once they laid it down, the rest of the temple would go up. The Bible says Messiah is the cornerstone. That means he gives you the power to begin something new in your life, a new chapter, a new thing, repentance, a new beginning, new actions, new things, overcoming the old habits, new turns of victory. You can't just change your entire life overnight, but you can begin the change of your entire life right now. It begins with the first step, the 
laying down of the cornerstone, the first stone of the new beginning. Because he'll give you that power to do that because he's the cornerstone. And the cornerstone gives the power of new beginnings, new foundations, new things. So you don't have to build that whole life, that whole new life overnight, but you need to take the first step now. Without it, the rest of it won't happen. Take the step. Take the first step. That's how a new life begins, by his power. And he's got that power. Take that first step, that new beginning, that new thing, that new little step, that new turning of the corner. Lay down that cornerstone to a new work, a cornerstone of a new habit, a new action, a new life. God will bless you because everything new, begins with the cornerstone. And Messiah is called in Hebrew scripture, he's called the Rosh Panah. He is the cornerstone, and that is the secret for you to have a new life. While more, ask for the cornerstone on CD. Now, how, how do you like to receive something so awesome and to become super in the Lord, a super spiritual life? Well, these are like vitamins for your a super life in the Lord. And that is through Sapphire's super spiritual supplement to turn your walk into a super life with God. And also the mystery of the temple doors on CD, all free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember the real name of Jesus, Yeshua, and you dial it. So to get your free gifts, just call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. S-H-U-A-1. Now, I invite you to join me in the Great Commission to bring salvation back to the Jewish people and to reach so many people all over the world with salvation. It's amazing. We broadcast the gospel every day on Shortwave Radio. It's the farthest way you can ever spread the gospel. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's Box 1111. That's Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey. Zip is 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Harosh Pina, the Cornerstone. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I've got stories on Ukraine, the global warming hoax, and a couple of other things I'd like to try to fit in to this segment. And I hope that I can. What I can't get to today, I'll get to later this week. The stories I want to share with you, for the most part, many of these, I'm sure some of the stories you hear about, some you're kind of aware about but may not understand all the details about, and even my friends that are passionate conservatives that try to be ahead of the curve in understanding the world around them sometimes miss the nuances of the stories because even some of the so-called websites and news sources we think we can trust sometimes we really can't you gotta dig deep on certain stories to get the full truth of what is occurring and that's what we try to do each and every day on truth to ponder my my weeks are getting busier and busier between doing the radio show doing a new church startup it takes a lot of time And honestly, I I appreciate all of your prayers. I'm still trying to recuperate. I'm still not 100%. This battle over the past, I don't know, nine months or so, 
actually a lot longer. I've been dealing with bladder cancer for quite a while. Didn't even really know that I had it, but I had it. And they say for quite a while getting worse and worse. The fact that I'm here today is nothing short of a miracle of God. And I'm thankful for the prayers and your support. I I just need to get some of my strength back. Overall, I'm doing a lot better. But I'm also taking on a lot because we do live in a very perilous time. And I just feel I can't sit on the sidelines. I have to let you know what I see happening. I want to share just a little audio clip. Then we're going to move on to other stories. If you understand how the left works, they always accuse their their enemies of what they themselves are doing. And this little montage of people like Nancy Pelosi and many other government figures and media figures says it all when it comes to their current strategy. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if he lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. Yeah. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Now, I'm sure you recognized many of the voices, maybe some you didn't, But every one of them is either a congressperson, a U.S. senator, a news commentator, a political analyst that works on the left side. They've been trying to go after Donald Trump ever since Hillary lost what should have been her coronation ball in 2016. And I'm going to say this, and you can scream at me that, Bob, I don't believe it. Well, that's your your right not to believe it. I think 
they were certain that Hillary Clinton was going to win in 2016. They knew just how much, um, shall we say, helping of ballot boxes was going to be needed in a few swing states. They really believed they were going to win Florida and Ohio and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. And so Hillary Clinton was the worst campaigner. Remember, this is no pandemic now. She was the worst campaigner in, I think, United States history. Because she had it all sewed up. I don't need to go campaign. I don't need to be out there among the common people. We have it in the bag. Besides, the FBI and intelligence agencies at that time had also conspired, and I use the word intentionally, conspired to interfere with the election. Her campaign proffered a phony idea of Russian collusion, sold it to the FBI, that sold it to a court system and spied on American citizens illegally. And nobody's in prison for that yet. And somehow, they're cheating and they're coming up with the phony lie about Russian collusion. That delusion failed. I can remember, once again, I'm not going to play the audio clip. I don't have it. I'm not going to look for it today. Joy Behar getting all giddy thinking that the Mueller report was about to put Trump in prison, and it turned out to be a nothing burger, as Hillary Clinton once said. It's It's all a lie, every bit of it. Every bit of it was a lie. And so what are they doing now? See, Trump gets in there. He was the... I'm surprised he was not assassinated yet like the CIA did, I believe. I think I think RFK Jr., he comes out and says it. My uncle was assassinated and so is my dad by the CIA. And I'm beginning to believe it when you start looking at stories. I ran across one. I don't, I'm not going to get into it today. That goes back to like 1972 and all the horrible stuff the CIA had been doing for 20 years before then. And you wonder why Dwight Eisenhower said, beware, the military-industrial complex, who happens to be deeply embedded with the deep state and the leftists in our world that love military expenditures. And they they don't care what collateral damage they cause in destroying a nation to get what they want. How many of you know that John F. Kennedy never wanted to go into Vietnam. Johnson did. The deep state of the time did. The military-industrial complex did. And so we did. But they had to get rid of President Kennedy, who also wanted to rein in the power and global influence of the CIA. Does it make sense now? They're accusing Donald Trump of everything they've been doing for decades. And they come up with these crazy, phony charges, while at the same time, the most corrupt president, I think, in United States history is sitting in the White House, who became a politician, a U.S. senator in his 20s, after never really working a real job, and somehow is worth all these millions upon millions of dollars for his sacrificial government service. 
that is the most unbelievable thing you can come up with to even believe for one minute that Joe Biden came to his money honestly. And so they try to, look, the media gives seconds, maybe minutes to the Biden story and hours of coverage on a Trump indictment on phony charges. And sadly, too many people are so unintelligent, so uninformed, so unmotivated, they just believe what they're told. And so we basically are a banana republic run by somebody with a banana for a brain currently, compromised mentally, physically, morally, spiritually, ethically, and legally, as far as I'm concerned, in the White House. And I'm still going to hold out that I just, I'm just connecting some dots. They can't allow Biden to run next year. But they can't put Kamala Harris in the White House either between now and then. I just kind of think he'll do a Lyndon Johnson and decide for health reasons to finish the job I started and then go spend time with my grandkids or whatever lie they come up with. I don't care. Go count your money and and look for your other hidden documents that you shouldn't have. Whatever you want to do, just get out. Hopefully, there is justice in this country. I don't think there is anymore. I think it's been on a decline for a long, long time. At the federal level, especially, and the state levels increasingly. As the deep state influence, the Soros-picked DAs, get more and more and more power. Now, I want to give you a a thought. Maybe you hadn't considered this. I know a lot of you folk out there, and, and I know I get some people mad at me. I know that initially when I made these statements and started sharing some stories about the real situation in Ukraine, Bah, Putin, bad, Zelensky, God, uh, uh, come on. You've been sold a bill of goods. I've been trying to do a lot of study about Ukraine because most of us never did. What did we really know about Ukraine five years ago, 10 years ago? Most people that are, you know, got their little flag emojis on their Facebook pages couldn't find it on a map. They just believe what they're told. There are sources, non-Russian sources, I might add, from inside Ukraine that are warning that that country is on the brink of collapse. And if you don't believe it, look at some of the shifting headlines in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and other places. Suddenly, the future's not so bright for Ukraine. Maybe we need to have a peace settlement after all. Yeah, the, the narrative's been turning slowly for the past two weeks. And when it first started turning, it was like, I told you so. We put $100 billion plus of our taxpayer money here in the United States into the black hole known as Ukraine. And all the neocon war hawks, you know, the Liz Cheney types in D.C. and over in Europe and London, they're going to have a lot of explaining to do when it all implodes. There's some people making some speculation, and, and I did some study to learn the history of the past 100 to 140 years in that part of the world. Poland, 
will probably take a chunk of the Western provinces, settling an old score against the Ukrainians. Many of you don't realize that the Western part of Ukraine used to be a part of Poland for a long, long time, and it was taken away. And it was initially taken away by Adolf Hitler during the Second World War. Remember, Ukraine had never been a real nation, a real sovereign nation before. Hitler promised those that would side with him and become Nazis, they would get their own nation in the grand scheme of the, of the Third Reich. And there's still a very strong Nazi contingent in the middle part of that country to this day. Poland would like to get their land back. The western, the eastern part of the country, on the other hand, was mostly a part of Russia for ages and ages and ages. Nothing but Russians living there, people that speak nothing but Russian. You do realize that Khrushchev was a Ukrainian. People like Stalin, they're not Russian, they're from that part of the world too. People miss all of this that don't learn. And now we're finding out the some of the ugly history that makes Ukraine the cesspool of corruption that it is today. That's the history that most people do not know. Ukraine is a disaster. We've talked about it. You know, there was a post about a week ago from Ukraine in, in, in their news agency, the Kiev Post or Kiev Post, whatever you want to call it. Sarah Ashton Carrillo, ever heard of this individual? Who is a transgender journalist from the United States. Sarah Ashton Carrillo, a transgender journalist. It is a man pretending that he is a woman. And this man pretending to be a woman is now the official spokesperson for the Territorial Defense Forces of the Ukrainian Armed Forces. Here's the truth that's coming out that people have been trying to say for a long time. Ukraine's not really winning anything. This is why Zelensky has been so desperate to drag in NATO because he knows that he is unable to retake the Donbass, much less defeat Russia. The American neocons were hoping just to weaken Russia so they could contrive some scheme to justify going after them because they want Russia's vast resources. People do not understand that Zelensky's been keeping up this false imagery of victory to keep the money flowing into Ukraine. The population of Ukraine was 36 million before the war and about a half a million now are dead. And the number of real Ukrainians who have fled their homes may now exceed 10 million of the 36 million. Zelensky has destroyed his country, all for an area that was never Ukrainian territory until it was occupied by Ukrainians. I have a map in front of me, and I wish I could put it in front of you, that shows what Ukraine used to be, what Poland used to be, and how it has changed and how this big country of Ukraine came into being in 1992. 
And so many are thinking that Poland is might get a chunk of Western um, Ukraine. And the Russians get the East. And as the neocons in America decide to do a war somewhere else, they'll just abandon the place and do a peace deal with, with Putin. Let me tell you something about Ukrainians and the things they were doing in World War II. And if you have sensitive ears to things that are just horrible sounding, I would advise for the next 45 seconds to one minute, turn your radio down or skip ahead in the podcast. Ukrainian Nazis during World War II, the ones that want to have the nation of Ukraine, used to run children through his stakes. They would cut a person's throat and pull their tongue out through the hole they made. They would saw a person in half with a carpenter's saw. They've been known to open up the belly of a woman in advanced stage of pregnancy, remove the fetus, kill it, and replace it with a live cat and sew her back up. They would cut open a pregnant woman and pour in broken glass. They've nailed children to doors. The Ukrainians overlook what they overlook under Stalin is the seizure of food from Ukraine. And guess what? Stalin was not a Russian. He was from Georgia. Stalin's right-hand man was, was a Ukrainian, not a Russian. Ukraine has been a very troubled country for a very, very long time. And there's nothing much to defend there. After 1992... It became a money laundering operation. Vladimir Zelensky was an R-rated comedian with no political experience, knowledge, or education at all. He was just a dirty comedian. And now he's the he runs around in his green costume pretending he's the leader of a free nation. It is a very dictatorial nation. They have curtailed freedom of speech and religion and so much more. The real history of Ukraine is not a pretty one. Now, I've known Ukrainian people many, many years ago, wonderful individuals, but those that have tried to lead that nation, take it back and forth between this country, that country, the Ottoman Empire, and everything else, people just don't understand the legacy that is there and how it has been used and abused by powers all over the globe. And so I predict, and many are predicting, and I feel comfortable in saying this, that the day is going to come. The day is going to come as we watch this narrative change. Joe Biden cannot run for re-election, or the Democrats in particular can't run, except for RFK Jr., who, who they'll try to get rid of somehow, with the Ukrainian albatross around their neck they're not going to win the war there it's never going to happen now before i close the program today i do have another story i want to just take a little pause here for something from one of my listeners who shared this with me and i want to share it with you he has a daughter junior this year in high school who sang at an event 
Now, the recording quality is basically off somebody's phone in the audience. But, you know, every time we worry about young people today, it's girls like this, young people like this young lady that actually gives me some hope. Listen to her sing our nation's anthem. I wrote to her dad what an angelic voice her first name is Rhonda I'll tell you more about her when I get a little bit more permission but she's the rarity I think today in our world rising junior in high school now has a part-time job doing much to learn about this world and is willing to sing at these wonderful events for veterans. There is some hope out there after all. Look, here's how I look at the world today very quickly. To kind of sum up the stories we've talked about, some that I'll get into. We've talked about COVID. We talked about the vaccine. I've watched this narrative change from the greatest vaccine in the world to well maybe it does cause health issues maybe it does this well maybe it doesn't stop you from getting or spreading Uh, maybe it's just better to treat COVID at home I've watched this narrative shift now for the last six months and I and here's why I think it's beginning to shift oh by the way you can treat COVID at home now with Tylenol that's what they're saying Funny how people that are multiply boosted are the ones getting COVID two and three times a year. But they've been waiting for the right time to spring this. I really believe that they're going to blame Trump for the pandemic and for a failed vaccine, along with being an insurrectionist and anything else they can come up with. You heard it here first, okay? That's the plan. Blame him for the bad economy because of COVID, which he could have fixed. And no, he he dumped on us this fraudulent vaccine that really killed people, more people than COVID. And you want to vote for this guy? Oh, yeah. And because of that, the economy's bad. It's not our fault. We really did good considering the mess that he gave us. 
Besides that, he's an insurrectionist and, you know, just a bad guy. And we could have won Ukraine, but he messed that up too. Just mark my words, this is how the game is played in D.C. Accuse the other side of all the things that you yourselves are doing. Yet in spite of all this, and on Thursday, I'm going to spend Thursday talking about global warming, climate change, and the fact that it's nothing more than the extension of a pagan religion. You need to understand that. You need to completely understand that all of these things we deal with today from Ukraine to the pandemic to the economy to Trump, all of this is carefully orchestrated by by some very talented propaganda artists and even establishment conservatives buy into a lot of it because it makes them money. I try to stay above the fray on this program. I try to give you truth to ponder, not concepts and things and products to sell. I don't do any of that. I'm dependent upon you. And as I've mentioned, this has been a very tough time, and I understand it. I understand the lousy economy that we're in. When you no longer are energy sufficient and you're paying people to stay home and you're spending money on silly stuff like studying transgenderism, which is nothing more than a mental illness, and then wanting to fund destructive surgeries, what do you expect? We as Christians need to band together. We need to stop being of this world. We're in it, yes, but we should not be of it. And too many of you, my listeners, tend to be of this world and not so much of your church and of your faith. And that has got to change because this march to the end times can never be stopped. But we are to do our jobs and we are to care for one another. We'll talk about the global warming religion on Thursday, and then I'm going to tie it all together with some hope by Friday. Do you believe in our mission and ministry here at Truth to Ponder? Would you consider supporting us today? You can do it from our website using Give, Send, Go, or you can mail a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. That's 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.